Welcome to Stories of Hope. I'm Christine Hotchkiss. Each week, I bring you stories that will inspire you, educate you, and give you hope. I want to thank my studio sponsor, The Motivated Mind Group, your global creative agency based right here in downtown Chandler. Today, my guest is Julie Picconi. She's the CEO and founder of the nonprofit organization Changed by Fire, as well as AZ Walk of Courage. Their mission is committed to helping burn survivors and their families cope and thrive in life after a burn, to include emotionally, psychologically, and socially utilizing alternative healing methods. I'm just going to go ahead and get started here because this is a fascinating story, things that we don't think about. And I want to um, acknowledge that um, today's story is going to be dedicated to her mom. So let's give a warm welcome to my guest today, Julie. Welcome, Julie. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yes, and I got caught up because this has been a week that's uh, been a struggle for me as well with my own thing. And so when it comes to people, I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to let it roll. So I want you to share a little bit first about your mom. I'm a stickler about people in our lives that are no longer here. Yeah. So my mom, um, you want me to tell you a little bit about the story that led to Change by Fire or just a little bit about her a little prior about, to that? A little bit about her prior to that, and then we'll get into how you founded this organization. Yeah. So my mom, I mean, I'm probably a little impartial, but I think she was the best. Um, she was very, very caring, and she worked in the schools as a... Uh, an administrative person, security, and I always laughed because she was security, but she was tiny, uh, but miny. And so she was just always very protective of us uh, growing up, always made sure that we were well taken care of. And as a grandmother, she was the exact same way with my children. And her name? So my mom's name is Darlene Picconi. Thank you. And she's the reason why you founded the organization Changed by Fire because it changed everybody, yes. not just your mom. So please do tell the founding, the reason behind this mission. Absolutely. So back in December of 2018, um, I received a phone call while I was at church that my mom had been in a house fire. And at that point in time, I didn't really know what to expect. Um, but unfortunately she had 83% of her body burned. And during that time, I was asked to be the primary uh, communicator um, with the doctors and nurses, as well as the family. And I didn't really feel like I was equipped for that. Um, being somebody that's had anxiety on and on her entire life, uh, being the one to have to communicate and make these decisions seemed like a lot. Um, however, I know that God doesn't always call the equipped, he equips the called. And so I, I took that and said, okay, I'll move along with it. My mom spent 106 days at the burn center, at the Arizona burn center. And during that time she was sedated. Um, she underwent 24 surgeries. Um, there's a lot of surgeries that take place when it comes to burn injuries. And so she was part of many different experimental trials that were going on, different methods that were new for them. Um, so they were learning a lot through her case. And unfortunately, as they were starting to wake her up in March of 2019, she unfortunately got a blood infection and ended up passing away at 61 years old. During that time though, I really, really delved in to the burn community. Um, I was going to all of the support meetings. 
I was trying to learn everything that I could learn so that I could support my mom in any way possible. Um, I knew she was already going to have a lot of challenges and I didn't really want her to face anything additional that maybe she didn't have to. And that's where really um, I started to learn a lot about burn survivors. And I learned a lot about the challenges that they face and the struggles that they face. Um, and there were times where when I was going um, to the support groups, I almost felt bad. Um, you know, is this what my mom would have wanted? Um, and I know it was obviously just that moment in time where it was just very overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Um, but through that experience and all the research that I did and everything that I learned, um, that's a little bit of how Change by Fire was founded. I love the title because it doesn't talk about just one person. It talks about everybody that's affected by it. And it does do just that. Mm -hmm. It's changed. Now you talked about experimental, um, and, um, and, and in the stuff that you gave me here too was there was exploratory techniques. Do you want to share a little bit about that? Yeah, so they were newly starting to do what they would call, and I don't know the exact name, but I think it was resell, which was the spray on skin. They would take a postage size stamp of my mom's skin that wasn't burned, mm -hmm. and they would actually scrape off all of the cells and put it into a fluid, and then they would spray that on her burn wounds um, to help it regenerate skin. So that was one method that they used. There was another method called BTM, Polynovo, and I don't remember what it was detailed, what the entire word was called, um, but with that, they would create a, like a multi-level system to help regenerate the skin faster. So she was the first person, I believe, in Arizona to actually utilize this and probably one of the ones at that point in time in the world to utilize as much of that as possible. Mm. So they were able to learn a lot from my mom's situation. And after my mom had passed away, they had said that because of what they learned from my mom's situation, they were able to save other people's lives. That's fascinating. It's unfortunate yeah. that mom's not here, but now because of her, she's saving other people's lives. Yeah, and they still, even to this day, are still utilizing her, um, it's not her blood samples, but kind of what they utilize in the labs um, to teach students and doctors about cases where burn injuries, their blood does look different than other people. And so even still to this day, they're still utilizing my mom's blood work wow. um, and that, those tools to help uh, support other people. That is amazing. She has a legacy all of her own. She does. She does. And that's, I think, what we're all supposed to be doing is leaving a legacy, but we're not quite sure what that is. And even though she's not here, she had left many memories for you. That's why I asked about mm -hmm. her in the beginning. But then now, now that she's gone, she lives on through you, what you're doing and how you're helping other people that will never, ever know who she was physically, but they'll know what she sacrificed. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So Changed by Fire has a lot of different components. Share with me more about what it is that you do. You already talked about going to support groups, and I understand you still do? I don't go to support groups now. Mm -hmm. um, we do, our, our focus is really on a few different levels. So we help pay for services for burn survivors, mm -hmm. whether that's hypnotherapy, burn scar massage therapy, yoga therapy, trauma recovery, equine therapy, acupuncture. So we help raise money to pay for these services for burn survivors. Um, in addition to that, we do community partnerships. Mm -hmm. um, so we partner with Valleywise Hospital, 
um, where the burn center is at, as well as Bioconcepts, which is an organization that works with burn survivors to um, help make their compression garments that they'll wear. And then we also do events to help support the burn survivors. So one of our events is the Arizona Walk of Courage. So that is one of our larger fundraising events. However, that event was created to really um, bring burn survivors together mm -hmm. and create a community of inclusion, love, and healing. And so each year, burn survivors come um, from around Arizona. We have people participate um, throughout the whole country, um, either in person or virtually. So that's one of our main events. And then we've also done the last couple of years an equine therapy and wellness day. And that event is where we come together and we showcase different um, you know, resources that we have available. So we have equine therapy, we have acupuncture, we have yoga therapy, we have burn scar massage therapy. Um, we have art therapy and music therapy for the children. And so we utilize and do that event once a year, just so that new burn survivors can really come learn about what Change by Fire has to offer and really get to experience it mm -hmm. in, in a casual way. So that's kind of our focus is we look at, you know, obviously providing the services, community partnerships, and then the outreach through events. We are a shallow society. And when we think about someone looking different, and being changed by fire. I actually interviewed a gal not too long ago where we're used to looking a certain way. I mean, whether we get our hair, nails done, wear a certain thing, we live a certain way, and then we get changed, and then now we've got this image that we have to find a new acceptance. I don't know if that's the right word, mm -hmm. as to how we appear now. And you just talked about all the different ages of someone that can be changed by fire. And that can do Absolutely. a lot on that can do a lot on someone's self-esteem. So I think it's great that you have this walk, that you have people that come together in a community of a different sorts, but a lot of different sorts because you've got still human beings, and then you've got people mm -hmm. who've been changed by fire that can come out and see that they are a community of people that have been changed by fire, and um, new friendships um, can be developed in that too. Absolutely, and I love that part. Yeah, I think that. What's nice about it is, you know, at our equine therapy and wellness day, that is really just focused on burn survivors, their family and caregivers. Mm -hmm. So it's not open to the public. It's just that core group of people. So they can really learn about the different tools that we have available. When it comes to the walk, I think it's just amazing that so many individuals come together to support the cause. You know, there's some folks that come because they just enjoy running and they're very active. But so many people that come are impacted based off of a story of somebody that was changed by fire, mm -hmm. um, whether it's family members, distant family members, friends, coworkers, but coming together to support the cause of helping burn survivors in need, knowing that our mission is really to raise money to help support them, whatever that might look like. Okay, so you talked about the different entities of Change by Fire and programs. Do you have camps that you participate with? We don't have camps. We have supported organizations in the past with their camps um, that they've done in the past. They will do certain camps and we've helped support those, but we don't have any camps at this time. Okay, where can you be found? We can be found on our website at changedbyfire.org. And there we have information about the different services that we provide. Um, we have information on the different events that we've participated in and that we're hosting, um, as well as an album of pictures from those events so people can kind of see what that's like, as well as our mission and our story and our board members. 
Perfect. Um, we talked about equine. You talked about the different things that happen when someone's been burned. We talk about mental health. Mental health is, I think that's every category of life. Um, mm -hmm. and how, I agree. So how would, you, how would you find this program to be helpful where someone is having that, that block in being able to move forward in the new norm that they're at, whether it's the caregivers or the actual individual who's been changed by fire? Well, I think that through whether it be hypnotherapy or um, equine therapy, I think both of those routes are great avenues for people that are facing different struggles mentally and emotionally, um, especially moving past things. Hypnotherapy is extremely powerful um, in that it can help people with self-esteem. It can help people with confidence, um, different things related to trauma. It can help work with them to desensitize certain emotions related to that. And then really equine therapy and trauma recovery can really help them work through some of that trauma and work through some of those emotions that might come up that are keeping them stuck in a pattern, mm -hmm. um, whether that's anxiety or depression. Um, I think all of those are really great avenues. Mm -hmm. um, the burn scar massage therapy obviously works from a physical standpoint, um, but that also is super important because from a physical standpoint, if they're in pain, if they're struggling, it obviously is still affecting them from an emotional standpoint. Do you have an application process so that you know if someone qualifies or are you actually teamed up with these other organizations you talked about and then they come to you? So the individuals will usually come to us and they'll fill out our questionnaire online about what services that they're looking for. At this time, we don't have a specific application process. Um, we don't screen people based off of income. Um, if somebody's coming to us with a need, um, we like to support that need. I love it. So do you have any success stories that you want to share with any of these programs that are just an example for other people to see how it's working? Um, well, when, one of our probably most common uh, modality that we utilize is the burn scar massage therapy. And we had a gentleman, uh, probably uh, I'd say mid-teenager, um, that had came to our equine therapy day. And it was the first time we met with him and he was feeling very insecure. Um, he had burns on his face and it was definitely kind of limiting him from communicating and really feeling comfortable. Um, he was very introverted um, just because he was very uncomfortable with um, his scars as well as how he felt. And we partnered him up with our burn scar massage therapist that we've recommended to people. And she was able to work with him, see him on a regular basis. And now he is very outgoing and is very much, um, he feels more confident and his mom has just been so gracious um, just for what we've been able to do for her. So the next step would get them be getting them to the walk of courage, um, but it's baby steps. And so that's one that's been really amazing, just somebody that we got to obviously meet. Um, you know, each one of the services is, we started during COVID. So, you know, a lot of the services we provide are very hands-on or close contact. And so for us this year, we're very focused on educating the team, um, the burn survivors, the community, the caregivers on the services that we offer and really dispelling some of the myths behind some of the services so that they can really make an educated decision on if it would be something that would be worth it for them. Each of the modalities, you know, some things work for one and some things don't work for another. And, you know, there's different things that work for people for quite some time, and then it just stops working. And so we really focus on just giving them a wide range of tools um, so that they can see what works best for them. 
I love that. And I love the fact that you were talking about during 2020, which I don't think it's ever going to leave our lips, <laughs> that did mm -hmm. so, so much uh, change in so many ways. And that probably was the most difficult time because we weren't able to be in the public and being around other people with all the things that you were just sharing. And you made it. Yeah, it that. was definitely challenging. Mm -hmm. um, for sure. Nobody would have known we would have started Change by Fire and then gone into a pandemic where, you know, being face to face was going to be a challenge. Um, we still hosted some of our events with social distancing protocols because this community of burn survivors, they need social interaction. That is something that has been a struggle for them um, because of some of their burns, some of their scars. Sometimes they don't want to leave the house. Sometimes they don't want to be in public places. And so being able to give them this opportunity to come in a safe place and be able to be around other burn survivors mm -hmm. is so um nourishing for their soul like mm -hmm. they will tell us like this is my favorite day of the year like thank you so much for what you're doing um because they get to be with their burn family and that to me is very special i like to label that as the me too factor i had i actually acquired that statement through some stuff that i had gone through with my own journey of my own personal life and i was like that makes sense it's a me too where before it was i didn't know anybody and now you felt more comfortable and confident and willing to go outside of that area that you've contained your own feelings, your own emotions, or whatever you were you're thinking and feeling. And so I think that's great. The Me Too factor does help, as you mentioned, the gentleman who got out of his comfort zone because he now felt more confident about being in an environment that allowed him to be that person he was probably prior to this happening. But then again, I said in the beginning, things change us and scars, whether they're internal or out uh, or external, they, they do make a difference in how we present ourselves in the real world, right? I would agree. So um, educating. I like to break stigmas and educate, inspire, and give hope through people such as yourself. Do you hold workshops or do you have information and that's what's available to everybody or is it just purely going on to the website and, and, and word of mouth of your organization? Yeah, so we are, um, so our website, like I mentioned, changebyfire.org. We also started a podcast earlier this year that rolled out on Burn Awareness Week. Okay. Um, which is changed by fire and it's um, the subtitle is heal h-e-a-l which is healing empowering accepting and living mm -hmm. and i i host this podcast and it's really around healing techniques healing modalities working through different things that whether you're a burn survivor or somebody that suffered with trauma you can utilize and so we really want to share these resources with people so people that aren't in arizona they can jump on our podcast and here are the different um, resources. I partner with a social worker that's part of our um, board of directors to put this podcast on. And then really um, our social media, we're on social media on Instagram as well as Facebook under Change by Fire where we share different resources, different events that we're having, um, as well as um, different things on our resources that we provide for the burn survivors. I love it because it's another community where people can talk if they can't meet in person. Mm -hmm. And like you said, as like this is a vodcast and it also is a podcast because it's the audio part too that is on the different platforms that no matter where someone's at and they can hear that message and say, oh my gosh, I didn't know or me too. And that's awesome. So good for you. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Um, is there anything I did not ask you that you want to make sure that uh, is known? Uh. Not that I'm aware of. You did quite a bit of stuff here, and good job on that. I know that's not easy losing a loved one, um, 
and trying to find the reason to get up every day or the purpose in our lives once that has changed our lives is a difficult task. And so I, um, I want to applaud you for finding that and being the, the legacy that you are creating for yourself, helping other people through, through mom. Yeah, it definitely doesn't bring my mom back, no. but it does bring a little bit of joy along the way. It does, and I'm certain that she is very proud of you. That, and she probably was one of those individuals that said, just use me however it is to help other people, and that's what's going on right now through you. Absolutely. I love that. So I do have one final question. Yeah. If I only had one question to ask an individual to find out anything about who they are or what they're about, it would be this question. What message would you like to leave everyone based on your journey of life? Um, I would say live a life on purpose. I know the day God calls me home, I want to go without an ounce of energy left in my body. And so I think by just being a good human and serving others, it really, the rewards are, are both ways. Not only the person that you're serving um, gets rewarded, but really in my, in my mind and my experience, it fills my love tank every time we have an event or I'm able to get together with burn survivors. So for me, I've dedicated my life on living a life on purpose, not waiting for the perfect time to do something because you just never know if you're going to have that perfect time. My mom passed away the day before she was scheduled to retire. And I never want to wait for some, you know, future event or some perfect condition to be able to do what I want because I may not be given that opportunity. 100% correct. It doesn't matter how old we are or like you said, a day from retiring. It's like, how are you living your life up to that point? And are you living it with good intention? And are you living it on purpose and enjoying every single breath that you get every single day? Like you said, I want to be exhausted on my last day. And that's how I live mine too. It's like, you can run and chase all the money you want, but at the end of, the, the, of your life, did you actually enjoy your life along the way? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for... You're welcome. And we're dedicating, in memory of your mom, this interview. So I hope that you're okay with that, which I'm sure you are. Absolutely. It's the least that Absolutely. I can do. And I know that um, there's other individuals that will hear or see this that will understand what you've spoke about, the questions that have been asked and answered, and then the memory of your mom. Thank you. Yes. I want to thank my studio sponsor, The Motivated Mind Group, your global creative agency based right here in downtown Chandler. If you have a story that you want to share that would give inspiration and hope to someone along their journey, please email me to the address of stories at christinehotchkiss.com. And if you'd like to sponsor, you can also email me to the address of stories at christinehotchkiss.com. Until next time, everyone, I wish you well and you take care.